This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump, Abe, to talk trade at White House. CDC finds foodborne infections increased in 2018. And report floats idea of fertilizer tax in Iowa. Trade is on the agenda for Trump and Abe. President Donald Trump and Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe will discuss a wide range of topics when they meet today. But a key goal will be to make progress on a free trade agreement, according to a senior administration official. Both leaders are intent on building an economic partnership that will be a world-class alliance between the two countries that together make up about a third of the world's GDP, the official said. On the sidelines of the Trump-Abe meeting, Japanese economy minister Tomishitsu Motigi is expected to meet with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer to discuss the proposed FTA in more detail. The U.S. exported about $13 billion worth of ag commodities to Japan last year, but farmers and ranchers expect those sales to begin falling now that Japan has implemented new FTAs with the EU and several Pacific Rim countries, such as Australia and Canada. CDC says foodborne infections rose in 2018. A new report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say the incidence of most foodborne infections is increasing, including those caused by Campylobacter and Salmonella. The Morbidity and Mortality Weekly report also said the incidence of Cyclospora infections increased 399 percent in 2018, compared with the years 2015 through 17, partly because of large outbreaks associated with produce. The increases may partly be the result of more testing, but CDC's report called for more targeted prevention measures on produce farms, food animal farms, and in meat and poultry processing establishments to make food safer and decrease human illness. In 2018, CDC's food net tracking system identified more than 25,000 foodborne infections, nearly 6,000 hospitalizations, and 120 deaths at 10 sites in the U.S. CDC's suggestions. The report said measures that might decrease foodborne illnesses include enhanced efforts targeting Campylobacter contamination of chicken, strengthening prevention measures during egg production, especially with small flocks, vaccinating poultry against salmonella stereotype enterotinitis, decreasing salmonella contamination of produce, poultry, and meat, and continued implementation of the Food Safety Modernization Act, specifically FDA's produce safety rule. Produce groups commend California Greens farmers for water action. The United Fresh Produce Association and Produce Marketing Association are complementing efforts by the California-based leafy greens industry to keep produce free of contamination. The groups issued a statement supporting the recent adoption by the California Leafy Greens Marketing Agreement to characterize, treat, and monitor all forms of surface water that will be used for overhead irrigation for leafy greens within 21 days of harvest. Jennifer McIntyre, United Fresh Vice President of Food Safety and Technology, said this effort represents a fundamental shift to better reflect well-established scientific knowledge on how we should think about water quality and risk. We are no longer working on the assumption that water is safe based on a periodic by-the-calendar water test result. 
United Fresh and PMA's Romaine Task Force now will evaluate the risk-based approach from the perspective of the leafy green supply chain. Report raises idea of fertilizer tax in Iowa to pay for nutrient cuts. Iowa's voluntary nutrient reduction strategy isn't working, according to a new report from the Iowa Policy Project that floats the notion of a tax on fertilizer in order to raise money to fight non-point source pollution. The state's 6% sales tax does not apply to inputs such as nitrogen and phosphorus that are used in agriculture, the report notes. Canceling that exemption and imposing taxes on fertilizer would raise about $110 million a year, the policy project says. Over 12 years, that amount would produce nearly five times the amount appropriated by a water funding bill signed by Governor Kim Reynolds last year, according to the report. The report comes on the heels of one issued a day earlier by the Environmental Working Group showing 12% of wells tested in Iowa contain nitrates at or above EPA's legal limit of 10 parts per million in drinking water systems. Farmers continue to get smaller share of food dollar. For each dollar spent by American consumers on food, Farmers get less than 15 cents. That's according to new research from the Economic Research Service highlighted yesterday by the National Farmers Union. Farmers and ranchers get 14.6 cents out of every dollar. And if you noted a 17% decline since 2011 and the lowest number since USDA began keeping track in 1993. The rest of the dollar, that 85.4 cents, covers all farm costs, including processing, wholesaling, distribution, marketing, and retailing. NFU President Roger Johnson said conditions for farmers have been eroding since 2011 and there's only so much longer they can hold on. Thailand braces for swine fever. African swine fever hasn't hit Thailand yet, but the government there is preparing as the virus spreads throughout Southeast Asia, according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The Thai government just allocated about $5 million to a national committee on African swine fever prevention, control, and eradication responsible for fighting the disease that could do massive damage to the country's pork industry. Thailand's agriculture ministry estimates $672 million worth of damage if the virus infects 30% of the country's herds. That jumps to $1.1 billion if 50% of swine population is hit and $1.8 billion with 80% infection. Meanwhile, here in the United States, the U.S. Grains Council is taking new precautions to prevent the introduction of ASF into the U.S. The U.S. Grains Council often brings delegations of foreign buyers to the U.S., but now there will be no visits to livestock operations if those guests are from countries dealing with ASF infections. U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Tom Slate said the African swine fever virus is not in the United States, and as world trade ambassadors, the council is taking precautions to limit exposure. Here's today's He Said It. This one data point doesn't paint the full picture of the farm economy, but when considered in the context of depressed commodity prices, plummeting incomes, rising input costs, and deteriorating credit conditions, it's certainly clear that we are in the midst of an agriculture financial crisis. That National Farmers Union President Roger Johnson commenting on the farmers' declining share of the food dollar. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 26th. 
AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.